Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. It is that time of the week where we go to the Ag Spotlight. Joining me today is Fiona Lloyd of The Country News. Good morning, Fiona. Morning, Last week I spoke to you, you were cut off with flood waters out there near Bunbatha. How is your property now? Um, yeah, there's still a few access issues and um, quite a few big trees have come down on some key tracks as well. So that's the next fun thing to deal with, fences and um, tracks. And like a lot of people, as we start cleaning up, we find more water damage. So... But overall, things are okay. At least it hasn't rained a lot this week so far. Yes, hopefully it will continue to dry out for you. Now, I see the country news is out today and probably not a surprising headline, as we said last week, uh, crop fears. Yes. Um, Yeah, this week um, we went out, or Jeff um, headed out up towards um, Pecola, Karimba and some of the smaller towns just to see how they were faring. And, um, uh, you know, uh, fortunately some of them did better than others, but um, he got some great stories of um, the community, small community efforts to help with sandbagging and um, getting people, you know, helping out others with stock and transport, etc. So there's some nice yarns there um, about um, the uh, sandbagging efforts at Karimba and Pecola. Um, yeah, that, that's the positives, yeah. I guess. But uh, yeah. obviously, the concern is for crops going forward. Yes, um, Monique Preston spoke to a Bambasa family who, um, and I think most of your listeners would know, Bambasa really copped it with the lot Gary issues as well. Um, yeah, at the very best, they reckon they've lost thirty percent of their crops, and they've just moved from orchards into cropping. So, what a way to go! Um, and they had some cows registered on their property too, so there was the whole issue of having to move them to higher ground and get feed there. But we're here and across the board, and I just know, yeah, um, so many crops um, basically wiped out, so it's going to be the story that keeps on giving for a few more months, I think. You mentioned lock, Gary. Farmers are raising questions over the management uh, of it in the wake Mm -hmm. of the floods. Yes, I think we spoke about it either last week or the week before. Um, the, the, it's a flood mitigation structure and they're meant to remove these bars, but they couldn't get them all out. And so there's been concerns about the, um, all those issues. And a few farmers that Jeff spoke to um, sort of made some really good points when you think about it with why is such um, an important structure still such a manually operated structure given everything else in irrigation land is uh, automated these days, but um, God Murray Water is doing a review, so it'll be interesting to see what comes out of that. In non-flood-related news, I see a Kelpie has sold for nearly $50,000. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? Um, uh, the Kelpie's from central west New South Wales, and um, apparently she's just a superstar, which you'd hope for $49,000. Um, I love my Kelpie cross, but I'm not sure I'd pay 49000 for it. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> but um, there's an interesting point in there is that with labour issues, a good dog, you know, is, is really helpful on farms when you can't get actual people. But don't they, well, that's a good point, yeah. but don't they say they're worth several men anyway? Yes, that's true. <laughs> yes, yeah. 
I shouldn't say um, several men. I should say several workers. People. Yes, workers. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So we'll let that one go through to the keeper. <laughs> Uh, now, there's been cons- some concern about food supply issues in the wake of the federal budget. Yeah, um, obviously the budget was handed down last Tuesday and um, uh, the key uh, ag groups are just sort of saying they're concerned about um, uh, not enough money on uh, key infrastructure. That was a story we sort of did, I think, last week as well, is that, you know, in flood and fire, et cetera, you know, once your bridges and roads and rail go down, the ag supply chain is in, in deep strife too. Um, there's also concerns about the ongoing labour issues as well. So I'm not sure how many $49,000 kelpies can solve that particular one, but, um, yeah, just some concerns from key groups about how how the labour issues are going to be um, sorted out and all around ag visas and um, support financial support for farmers to bring extra workers in. Yes, it's a bit of a hot topic. I did talk to the federal member for Nickel, Sam Birrell, about this. Mm-hmm. About uh, it's a little bit uh, complicated with, you know, this visa program, you know, cancelled, but then this visa, you know, the Pacific Islander visa visa open, and the Vietnamese can't get in, the Pacific Islanders can. Um, I guess it's I don't know. It, it, I, it's just about getting feet on the ground, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And um, I, I suppose um, most farmers. Just wanted to get the projects out there, want to treat their workers fairly, but obviously this, the visa issue is very, very complex and um, will continue to be so, I suspect. I don't know if you know about this one, but it just uh, piqued my interest because I haven't heard about it. And I know there's a lot of garden lovers out there. It's mm-hmm. just a story about Open Gardens Victoria opening the stunning Australian native garden Candlebark. I think it's coming out this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do know a little bit about that one. Um Yes, Yay, it's a garden down at Limestone near Yay and um, basically it's one of those ripper, ripper gardens where they took a fairly bare block and had just turned it into an absolute oasis of, of particularly native um, plants. They originally had a few more um, sort of European-style plants but it, they got uh, really beaten around during the drought and it was their, no surprises, their Aussie natives that survived and they've really gone down that path so um it sounds like an amazing garden um if i could get down there i think i would because they've got mm. wetland and yeah all very sustainable yeah i'd like to turn my garden into a native garden i, I inherited quite a european garden ah. and when you've got roses that are years and years old you feel sort of you know kind of um it would be kind of sacrilege to pull them out in a way, but I would love to have more... I mean, it just makes sense, doesn't it? You've got to plant to suit the landscape and then use less water, I'm sure. These people are all over that. Yes. And the other thing is it's um, running in side-by-side with the Yay Garden Club have their own open garden that weekend, open gardens as well. I think it's eight of them. So, you know, if you're a gardening enthusiast or just lover you know, nice day out, I'd say this would be a ripper spot to head to. Yeah, all the details obviously in today's country news, which is in the Shep News today and other papers today and tomorrow. Anything else you need to let us know about in relation to the country news today? Any inserts or anything like that? Um, no inserts this week. Um, as per usual, we've got a good uh, real estate section with lots of lovely properties up for sale, although I noticed some that are probably flood hit have had their sales postponed. Um, there's plenty of other stories um, about 
um, people doing great things in their communities and, yeah, um, a good, good read all round. As it always is. <laughs> All right, thanks for bringing us up to date, Fiona, and I do hope things have improved further at your place when we talk next. All right, great. Thanks, Kerry. Thanks very much to Fiona Lloyd of The Country News. Are spiders invading your house? Have you found white tails in your bedroom or a redback under the toilet seat? Now is the time of year that lots of spiders hatch and baby spiders become big spiders. At Jason's Pest Control, we are here to help you get a spider-free home. We only use high-quality products that not only kill spiders, but also mozzies, flies, and other insects. We treat inside your roof, inside your house, and everywhere outside, including sheds, fences, clotheslines, and rubbish bins. This year, get your spider treatment done right. Call Jason's Pest Control now, 1-800-599-699. 1FM Sponsor. The Marupna Golf Club, home to the Goulburn Valley's only full-length driving range, and it's open to the public seven days a week. Yep, that's right. You don't need to be a member to use the driving range. But with some of the best value for money golf memberships on offer, why not take the plunge and join with unlimited golf all year round? Come and meet our PGA pro, Ben Weatherly. Need a lesson? Yep, Ben's got you covered there too. You're welcome here at the Friendly Club, the Marupna Golf Club. 1FM sponsor. We're back. The Tungamar Hotel is not just your everyday country pub. It's a Goulburn Valley institution. Established in 1891, the beautiful heritage-listed building is worth the visit alone. On the Silo Art Trail, the Tungamar Hotel offers quality lunch and dinners, eat in or take away, as well as accommodation, including some brand new ensuite rooms. It's family and dog-friendly as well as offers catering for all functions, including weddings and parties. Open seven days for lunch and dinner. Why not organise a group and grab the courtesy bus? A Tungamar Hotel, more than just a country pub. 1FM sponsor. This is John Painter and Craig Stott from, from 1FM's Sport and Road. Central Tyre Service is now your Goodyear Auto Care Centre. With on-farm tyre servicing, computerised wheel alignment and balancing, complete front-end alignment and brake repairs, and a full range of automotive batteries. There's not a lot the friendly staff at Goodyear Auto Care can't do. Servicing the Goulburn Valley since 1952. Central Tyres, now Goodyear Auto Care, can be found at 117 Wellsford Street, Shepparton. Phone 58 219 555. Station sponsor. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.